What is going on, everybody? This is Gino Spirito back with episode 37 of the Gino Spirito podcast. I hope you all are having a great Wednesday, June 2nd. I uh, cannot believe it is already June. Um, my birthday, uh, for those of you who do not know, is in 17 days. Um, so 17 days until I turn 21, 17 days um, until I guess I become legal. Um, <laughs> and uh, I'm very excited for that. Very excited to uh, celebrate with the fam, with um, all my friends. Uh, but besides that, you know, everything's been going good. Um, you know, it's nice being in summer, nice uh, having to um, wake up in the morning and, you know, really just worry about work, um, the days I have it, um, or, or just, uh, you know, the vis- visits with my daughter, if, if anything. Um, but outside of, you know, those two main things, um, you know, school being eliminated has, has been very, uh, has been very key to uh, my stress levels going down. Um, and honestly, just catching up on some shows, catching up on, um, you know, some sports, uh, being able to watch, uh, you know, the Lakers and, and the pods and, you know, just every everything else that's going on around uh, the league and finally catching up on some new music. So it's been a good it's been a good uh, couple of weeks of being, you know, on spring break. I mean, not spring break on summer uh, vacation. Um, you know, it, I was really. Uh, thinking about it, 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 this, this, you know, might be my last, um, summer vacation, like as a, I guess as a student, you know, um, I don't really necessarily know if I'm going to go straight into, um, master's school, if I'm going to go straight into the workforce, um, after I graduate next, uh, year. Um, but you know, there is a possibility that this can be my, uh, last summer and, I think uh, that hitting me um, along with the fact that I, I've been seeing, you know, a bunch of uh, friends of mine that have uh, been able to walk this year. Um, you know, it's it's definitely coming full circle and uh, life is continuing to to shape into whatever it, it continues to have plans uh, to have planned for me. Um, and I and I just I, I can't thank um, it enough. It, it's continuing to. Um, you know, make me happy, continuing to push me to be better each and every day. And I, I couldn't ask for more than that. Um, so yeah, I, I, I'm in a really good space. I hope all you are as well on uh, this Wednesday. Um, and let's get into it. I, I, I wasn't really able to talk about too much music on the last podcast. And I've missed talking about music. I mean, this is how everything started for me personally. Um, you know, just being able to analyze music with my boy Dallas on our first podcast, being able to really, uh, just express our, our love, um, when it comes to, uh, the art form. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, I think that's, that's basically, uh, the roots in this. Like I said, I I think whenever I, whenever I talk about my podcast, whenever I talk about, um, you know, things that I cover, uh, throughout the course, I, I really think I pride myself the most on the, my music takes, on my um, music, uh, you know, conversations, um, because I, I think it's it, it's just uh, always been an important part of my life. It's always been an important part of uh, getting me off the ground. And um, when it comes to uh, feeling more comfortable and confident, like in these podcasts, so um, 
without further ado, let's get into some music. Um, I, I feel like so much new music has actually come out since I've done um, a music episode. Um, so many, uh, you know, artists that we've been waiting on have uh, either dropped projects or, or various singles. Um, but before we get into any of that, I, I kind of wanted to um, celebrate and look back on some albums that uh, have recently celebrated some anniversaries, uh, some albums that... Um, have made my vinyl wall some albums that mean a lot to me um, you know if uh, if there's a question about um, an artist who has you know had one of the greatest musical glow-ups um, throughout their career throughout their discography um, I think it's hard to um, have a conversation um, without like in that topic in that area without uh, bringing up Tyler, the creator, and, um, you know, how he has been able to transform into uh, the artist that he is today. I mean, starting with some very controversial releases um, that uh, were met with plenty of credits um, and people who simply didn't really understand the message or, or what he was trying to do on his music. Um, I mean, that along with the fact that uh, he was you know, the face of Odd Future. Um, I, I feel like that that kind of... I don't really want to say Tyler's career started off shaky um, because it was still very successful and um, he still was able to grow um, and create this, this fan base that we still um, see today. Uh, I mean, if, if, uh, if anything, we still see it um, with how big and how successful Camp Flodna is, you know, year in and year out, as well as how successful Tyler's releases are. I mean, this man beat out DJ Khaled, the most, um, you know, poppy, uh, you know, the most radio head guy, um, you know, on the Billboard charts. He, he did that putting up real numbers. He did that putting up, um, putting out a real album that spoke to uh, not only that core group of fans but a lot of other people um who just so happened to to come around and listen to it and and fuck with it because of the music because of how good it was and uh the album that i'm talking about is edor and that album uh has been has celebrate is now celebrating a two-year anniversary um and i i just i can't even i can't even begin to explain how much this album means to me personally um and i mean uh tyler like I said, has just completely switched the narrative of what his career could have been um, if he uh, didn't go down uh, the path of uh, Flower Boy, uh, if he didn't, you know, Grammy-nominated, uh, didn't win that one. But following that up, you know, following up uh, his best projects, his, you know, the most critically acclaimed project that he had released, um, I'm sure he was feeling the pressure uh, to release something uh, just as good. I mean, you know, when you're at the point of Tyler's career after Flower Boy, uh, you know, your five five albums, I think, well, we have, if you can include Bas Bastard, Goblin, Wolf, um, Cherry Bomb, and then, so Flower Boy's number five. Uh, your five albums in, uh, everybody has responded very positively um, to your fifth album. Um, and you know that whatever you release next can truly 
push you to that next level or it can um it can kind of turn off a lot of those people that um their heads were finally turned in your direction and i i think tyler uh he he really delivered on a way that some artists like simply couldn't even comprehend i mean how many times have we seen an artist that has the attention of the masses uh just completely flop or not even not even completely flop but just not really deliver in the way that um you know we all expected them to and we all wanted them to um and i really just don't think tyler um for one second was gonna do this and I, i've always had faith in tyler i i've i've really you know i i just respect this man so much i i i love his work ethic i love the way that he continues to push barriers he continues to prove himself in every facet of life that he finds himself in and i i just feel like he really said a fuck you to all the haters um when he released Edor and proved yet again that you know this music shit is something that he takes extremely serious and something that he continues to master and i i really um like i said love this project i i, I mean um you know i often debate which uh which one of these albums i love more when it comes to flower boy or Edor or even even some of his other work i think wolf is is just oh my goodness the storyline of of uh that what what, what the storyline from his first three projects and to kill uh to kill wolf Haley and then start cherry bomb and kind of turn into a new uh aspect and not really focus on the storyline that he's already created and kind of kill those characters off um in that video in, in his video along with um you know reference throughout cherry bomb um and then boom to dive into flower boy and kind of be kind of just completely be moved past um you know that aspect of his career that um you know I guess just time of uh you know his career as well um for him to make a project uh as well as flower boy and then boom another one with Edor. i i just i don't think um anybody can really debate whether or not tyler creator is here or if if he's made um his impact on music because it's it's very much there as as much as people um hate to admit um from time to time but I really like what like I said when I oft, I often debate which one of these albums um, I love more um, and I truly think that Edor will always have a special place in my heart uh, due to what I was personally going through at the time and what I was able to take and, and learn from this project um, you know thinking that it's been two years um, since this album was released is pretty crazy um, as I said uh, it was just a crazy time in my life I remember the day it had dropped um, it was, uh, you know, a day that I moved out of my dorms, um, my freshman year of college. I had packed up everything. Um, I, I had returned, you know, my key. I was ready to go in the car. I knew Tyler had dropped. I was recently single. I was coming back from a trip from Vegas where, uh, with my fraternity, that um, I, I was just lost in my life. I, I really didn't know what was going on. Um, what the next day was in a bring. 
um, in terms of just, you know, I, I, I just needed some guidance. I needed some help. I was heartbroken. Um, I was mad. I was frustrated. I, I was just a lot of emotions. And um, I, I just I'll always remember, you know, putting on my headphones ready for that car ride home, knowing that Tyler, the creator had dropped and uh, what I was able to listen to, um, you know, really spoke to me. It really made me so excited so happy um and tyler just delivered in the best way possible like i said um and i feel like this album always has a special place in my heart as well because uh the first ever podcast that i ever did um was actually analyzing this album and um from front to back uh and and going through each and every song uh talking about the meaning talking about uh what tyler was trying to portray and I think that's that's really what I'll always remember. I'll always remember, you know, re sitting down and uh, talking to Dallas about this this project and, and, you know, kind of it wasn't even like a discussion, really. It was more of like a mutual agreement. Like, this is the one that we got to do first. You know, that's how good this project was. That's how um, much it really it really spoke uh, just to to anybody that has ever um experienced love um experienced going through heartbreak experienced liking somebody exper experienced any of that you know um and even if so even if you've never experienced that you can feel um those emotions through everything tyler is speaking on this project um and, and i was just so excited to to dive into it um you know on that car ride home uh, from Northridge, I, it just, that was the first time, uh, in, in quite, in quite a while where I had heard something and it, it really just inspired me to, to get out of my funk. It, it really pushed me to, um, you know, to man up, to stop being a little pussy, you know, it's just, I, I don't, I don't mean to, you know, use that language, but it's just, I, I feel like I was just so in my head. I was just so, um, not ready to, you know, give up on school or, you know, anything to that dramatics, but I was just in my head. I, I really, um, had no motivation to do a lot of things. It was, it was my worst semester of college that I, that I ever had. I was just in a big slump. And I, I think this album was that, was that turning point for me when I, I, I heard something and I, I was just so inspired to go, to just get up and, and go do something um, about it, to go do something about it instead of dwelling over everything and not being happy and, you know, yada, 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 whatever it may be. Um, so yeah, I, I knew, um, that, uh, this album, uh, right from the get go, really, uh, that, uh, it was going to change. It was going to change the, the culture, um, for, for what a hip hop album is. Uh, I mean, Tyler throughout the project continuously pushed the boundaries. I know it did win best rap album, but, um, if you have never seen the clip of Tyler talking at the Grammys, uh, right after, I highly suggest you do because I feel like he spoke, um, he spoke so much truth in that interview about, um, you know, how it's it's hard not to be happy and, um, you know, just so, uh, you know, satisfied with um, winning best rap album. But at the same time, he felt as if it was a slap in the face because 
um, you know, as soon as um, any, as he said, is, is when an African-American uh, puts out a piece of music um, and he's already categorized as a rapper, but he's putting out music that is pushing those barriers. Uh, sometimes it's hard uh, for the culture to accept it um, as other music, um, you know, outside of rap, outside of hip hop. Um, so, you know, why he wasn't nominated for album of the year, I, I really don't know. I really don't know. I, I think to this day, Edgar is the best album of 2019, front to back, in my opinion. Um, and I think he, he had, um, you know, he had plenty of reason to say what he did. And I, I really think that um, I, I really think that um, it allowed artists, uh, other artists as well, to to look at somebody like Tyler, the creator, who has been through the highest of highs and the lowest of lows when it comes to media, when it comes to uh, just the music game. Um, and for somebody like that to to speak up on a national stage right after winning, um, you know, best rap album of the year and to say, you know, I, I am appreciative of this and I'm so happy. But at the same time, you, you need to understand that there's a lot of people out here that are putting out more than just rap. They're putting out more than just hip hop. You know, they're putting out just just amazing music, amazing uh, you know, quality, um, replay valued music. And just because, you know, our skin tone may be different, um, and we may have put out other music that has fit this category doesn't mean that this, you know, this new shit fits that category as well. So I'll always respect Tyler for that as well. Um, for, really taking his moments um you know that was his first grammy win or i mean actually i think he won was that a grammy for best new artist when all of odd future ran the stage it might have been a grammy no i don't know if it was a grammy or if it was something else um i know for sure it was his second nomination for best rap album of the year as flower boy was also nominated um but i mean that was like tyler's moment as you know everybody was eyes were on him um, you know, he's not just some new guy anymore. He's really solidified himself and that, that could have, um, gone a, a lot differently. He could have completely, you know, put the focus on him and his own art and he, for him to, to speak up and, and really address that. I, I always respect him for that. And I, I really think a lot of other artists, um, you know, should be able to, you know, look at Tyler and thank him as well, because, um, you know, you shouldn't be, uh, you shouldn't be typecasted um, in music. You really shouldn't be. You should, you know, be able to create whatever you want. I feel like that's the point of art. That's the point of expression. Um, and just because you're trying something new or you're swerving into a new lane doesn't mean, um, you know, it's going to flop. Doesn't mean it's going to go bad. And I, I feel like Tyler, Tyler's Edward, Tyler's Flower Boy even, uh, are per perfect examples of that. I mean, you know, these these albums are, are borderline hip-hop. I mean, Flower Boys, I, I feel like, is borderline hip-hop. And Igor, I, I wouldn't even consider it really hip-hop or rap. It's 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 more indie. It's more, you know, it, production-wise, it's, it's not... It's just not what a rap album is. So 
I, I feel like Tyler spoke plenty of truth when he when he was talking about this. Um, but, uh, you know, speaking on Edor, of course, the theme um, was, uh, I, in my opinion, highlighting every aspect that goes into a relationship, every aspect that um, every feeling, I guess, that an emotion that, uh, you know, happens throughout the course of a breakup, you know, of course, Edor's theme, uh, which, which the album starts it off as, um, not really, not really much on this, but, uh, to this day, one of the best intros I've ever heard to an album. I mean, I, it's like you turn on this album, you hit play and you're instantly like, what the fuck is this? I need to keep listening. And Tyler just completely puts you in that mood of like, nah, like you're going to tune in. You're going to be listening. I need to get your attention. Like right now, you need to understand you're going to come um, into this world that I've created, into this art that I've created. And uh, you're going to come with me. You're going to explore this with me. Um, I mean, consist, you know, the running around town, they don't feel this one uh, line just going through. Um, over and over again as as the production increases with more and more layers uh, throughout the song um, you know and then boom right into Earthquake uh, of course this is the single off the album um, featuring Playboy Cardi um, you know uh, the song is is kind of just the start of uh, creating this feeling that that one has when they're really falling in love uh, when they're really, um, you know, falling for that, that person that they, they want, you know, that they, oops, sorry, that they, they really, uh, you know, want to be with, um, you know, I feel like throughout the song, Tyler, maybe, um, you know, in this, uh, high pitched, um, auto tuned voice, but I, I feel like, um, you know, at the very end when, when he starts to, um, just just not i don't know if that's necessarily rapping but i think what he's he's more of just talking at the end um you know he's coming out of this auto tune and i feel like that's when this edward character is kind of like you know i am in love with you and i am uh feeling all of these emotions and i'm i'm just i'm blocking out a lot of stuff um you know, when you're when you're in that honeymoon stage, when you're in that, uh, you know, when you're when you're falling for somebody, you you you're your blinders are up. You know, you're, you're you're trying to see everything that is good about this person, and and throughout the track, um, I feel like that's what Tyler's doing. But at the same time, he's pleading. You know, he's he's like, just don't leave. It's it's my fault. Like, I, I'm still not really uh, seeing everything that's wrong with you. So instead. Um, I'm just gonna apologize and I'm just gonna say like, you know, it's my bad like please don't leave me like I don't want to ever um, Escape this feeling that I have and I, I think um, At the end when he comes out of this auto-tune. It's it's kind of like the first time he's coming out of um, You know the, the feelings of of you know when you're first falling for somebody and having those blinders up I, I feel like that's the first time he's coming out of that as well and he's kind of just like, yo, like, I, I just I just want some conversation. I don't want you to be tripping or nothing. I really just want this to work out. It doesn't have to be, you know, all crazy. I, I really just want to talk to you. I really just want to work it out. 
Um, and then transitioning into I think, I, I really think that, <laughs> I really think that uh, this is just an extension of the whole um, earthquake thing or theme of, you know, just falling in love. And, um, you know, I, I, I think uh, is, is one of those traits that, uh, you know, also is able to portray uh, just those feelings of, you know, I, I've never really been in love before. I've never really felt this way. Um, so I think that I'm falling in love. I, I think I'm falling in love. I, this song is, is just, I, I just love the way Tyler is able to, you know, connect, uh, everything, you know, musically and sonically. And then the bridges in this song are just, oh my goodness, they're so beautiful. Um, but at the same time, also sticking to this theme of, of finding, finding that one, finding that person and everything that you feel with it. Um, but, uh, moving on into, uh, you know, running out of time, I feel like this is when the character has now kind of come out of that honeymoon stage, kind of come out of that, you know, I think I'm falling in love. I think this is what I'm supposed to be feeling. Um, and running out of time is, is when you start to doubt yourself, you know, you start, you start doubting if this relationship is going to work. You start doubting if the other person, uh, really feels the same way. Um, you know, you feel as if you're running out of time to, to really, uh, make it with this person to really impress this person in whatever way that you're trying to. Um, and I think that's, that's, uh, those emotions that, that Tyler's trying to portray throughout, um, throughout this track is, you know, um, feeling as if the person that you're falling for may not be interested in you. And, uh, you're not really capturing the attention, uh, the same way that, uh, you once did. And, you know, those feelings of anxiety and, and stress and, you know, just like, damn, man, I, I really like you and, um, and everything, but it just doesn't feel the same anymore. I feel like I'm just running out of time, um, to, to make you love me as they say on the track and then boom, new magic wand, my personal favorite on here. Um, I feel as if, uh, this track is, is all of the emotions that he's already portrayed, um, you know, whether it be love and, and falling for him, falling for, um, you know, the person, uh, you know, in his honeymoon stage. And, you know, I think I'm falling in love, like I've mentioned, and all of these, uh, you know, mixed feelings and then running out of time where you're anxious and stressed. I think combining all of these, all of these various emotions and, uh, building it up uh, to make it kind of emotions of anger and frustration and uh, mixed in with all of the love and lust that's already been portrayed. Um, I feel as if that's exactly what New Magic Wand is. Um, you know, finally, uh, you know, trying to close the past and open up the future, but at the same time, not really understanding why you need to open up the future because you still love this person so much. You still want to be with this person, but that person is... Uh, with somebody else, uh, they're not giving you their full attention. Um, you know, you know, it's it's as if this uh, character of Igor is just consistently pleading uh, throughout the track, really, of just um, you know asking why he needs to share his love with somebody else, 
um, trying to convince the person that they're better than that person that they're with. And there's no reason why, you know, he needs to be the side piece. He needs to be uh, the person that's kind of on the uh, shitty end of what, a, uh, you know, a, a hookup or what a side piece can really be. Um, you know, trying to convince the person that that they have something special and they should expand on that before um, it's too late. And um, I, I, like I said, it's not in a form of honeymoon and being in love anymore. It's not in the form of, you know, I think I'm falling in love and I'm just going to go with it. It's not in the form of I'm running out of time and I'm stressed. It's more in the form of just like pissed off. Like I'm going to do literally anything and everything to show you um that i want to be with you even if it's completely crazy i mean throughout the track um he's he's, he's talking about how um he's gonna kill uh you know kill off the other person and if if the if if he does not choose um him like he's gonna kill off that other person if he decides to choose that other person and then i'm gonna and then he's gonna point the gun right at him and also kill him as well so it's not it's it's a lot of of these emotions that are just piling together um and creating these emotion and then creating uh you know the 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 worst emotion of all which is just straight anger and and irrational thinking and not really um giving a shit anymore um and instead just wanting to take it all out um and not really thinking it through but instead knowing that you need to release all of this built-up tension built-up emotion um yeah like i said and just release it and not really um care about who's hurt in the process who's um who's affected uh, but you just know that you have to uh, to release it because it's driving you fucking insane. <laughs> but um, I think this is like the turning point of the album. And, uh, you know, the rest of the album truly depicts what it's like in that post-breakup stage, that post-talking uh, stage, if you never were together with the person and you kind of were just falling for them. Um, and like I said uh, previously, I, I really think that Tyler's ability to portray these various emotions uh, can speak to literally anybody that has been in, in, in his shoes. Um, or like I said, if, if you've never been in his shoes, I, I really think you can still depict uh, all the emotions that he's going through and why he feels the way he does. Um, and I think that's what makes this album so good and so awesome. Um, you know, we hear this on a boy is a gun and puppet. I feel like it's kind of combining the way earthquake. And I think we're kind of the same concepts. I feel like a boy is a gun and puppet, uh, kind of fit in that same category as well. Not in the same category of, of emotion, but just kind of combining these traps. Um, and, uh, you know, feeling as if that one person that you truly opened up to and, and cared about, um, we're just using you, you know, it, it sucks. It's, it's a really shitty feeling. And, um, you know, that person that's hurting you the most, um, and literally can kill you some, for some reason, um, you know, you feel the safest with them right by their side, but right by your side. And I feel like that's the metaphor that he's making on a boy is a gun is, you know, you're literally killing me. Like you are literally, you know, creating all of these emotions, mixed emotions, 
uh, mad emotions, loved emotions. And it's literally like, you know, insanely unhealthy, unhealthy for my mental health. Yet I feel so safe and secure when I'm with you. And that's exactly what a gun is. You know, it's it can be the death of somebody, um, you know, when on the other side of the trigger. But, you know, when people do have a gun by their side, locked and ready you know what I mean? If it, it, I'm sure that that's a feeling of protection for those people that do have a gun by their side. Um, and and I, I think, uh, you know, this along with, like I said, um, what was the, the this along with Puppet uh, truly just, you know, shows that 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 point of just like, damn, man, like this is like killing me. Um, but I just feel like, why do I feel as if I, I can't live without you? Why do I feel as if this thing that is literally just hurting me? Like, why do I feel as if I can't live without it? And, um, that, that I think that's, that's what's able, uh, that's what pushes his character into the dawn, dawn, thank you, which is kind of just, you know, the over it, you know, you're finally, uh, able to look back on that relationship and, and be happy about everything you were able to kind of learn and, and grow from. Um, and, you know, saying thank you for, um, you know, all the memories, all the good times, but also, um, you know, everything that I'm able to take from it in a negative light, everything that I did in the relationship that um, I'm able to take into my next relationship and know I maybe I shouldn't do this early on because I know it'll hurt me or uh, maybe I should try to do this more or show more emotion or straight up just ask the person when I first start dating them if, if this is what they want because I can never go through what I went through with you ever again. Um, so thank you for showing me that. Thank you for showing me, um, you know, all the things that I, I can handle and what I can do. Uh, and I feel as if this is, this like I said, this is when uh, you know, you're able to look back and, and really just know what you were able to get out of it and, um, start that process of, you know, looking back and, and asking those questions, uh, like he is at the very end of the album, the, the last track, are we still friends? You know, I, I, I'm not mad at you anymore. I'm not really frustrated with you anymore. I don't love you anymore. Um, but like, are we still friends? Like, how can I have all these memories with somebody? Um, you know, how can I have all of these uh, great, you know, times and and times of when I opened up or may have said stuff that I've never said to anybody, really? Um, how can I have um, all of these things uh, packed into one person yet? You don't, it, they're not even in my life anymore. They don't even play an important role like they once did and, I feel like a lot of people have to go through this, you know, not only with relationships with, you know, somebody that may have been your lover, but even friends, you know, you, you, it's as if, you know, a lot of those memories, a lot of those good times, a lot of those, you know, advice, uh, advices and, um, you know, maybe, you know, going through something so tragic with somebody um, and uh, like having somebody right there by your side um, to pick you up through that tragic time yet. And then boom, they're not there anymore. It's, it's, it's hard. It's hard to process, uh, for really anybody. And, um, I feel like that's exactly what, um, you know, are we still friends is really about like, 
um, you know, if we saw each other walking on the street, I know we don't talk anymore. I know we act like we don't have all these memories together, but, um, you know, can, uh, can we like look at each other and, and, uh, you know, at least pretend or, or what are we even doing anymore? So I, I think that's the final points of uh that you've reached when you're going through those that process of a relationship and you know through the production uh you know sonically beautiful sonically um you know this this album igor is just so beautiful and and has continued to impress me and so many other music lovers for how amazing it is uh not only as a piece of art uh but just how amazing um it sounds and how much time and effort you can tell Tyler put into not one, not two, not three, but every single track on here. Um, you know, happy two years to Igor. I can literally not wait uh, to see what Tyler has up his sleeve next um, because I know it's going to be something just as good as this one. But moving on um, to another album that, uh, you know, has uh, experienced an anniversary um, by an artist that I, I just love. I got the chance to meet him. It was a great experience. Uh, super down to earth, super chill, super nice. Um, is ASAP Rocky? I mean, he was a, uh, what's called his, his project testing, uh, somehow, some way. It has been three years. Uh, another album that was, uh, consistently being bumped throughout summer 2019. Um, an album that uh, truly doesn't have a sound, you know. We uh, see throughout that uh, Rocky is just, he's just experimenting with his sounds. Um, you know, not one track on here sounds sounds the same, sounds similar. Um, he was able to uh, have some features from different types of artists. I mean, he has Kid Cudi on the ASAP Forever remits. And then he has Skepta, he had FKA Twids, he got French Montana, Frank Ocean, um, you know, various artists with different sounds on here uh, to kind of complement uh, the different, the different song, the different, you know, types of songs that are on here as well. Um, and I think that's why you see such a um, great variety from these artists. It's not just a bunch of rappers. It's not a bunch of, um, you know artists that uh asap that that rocky's really um you know collaborated with a lot in the past it's it's a lot of people that um that fit the um exact song that they're on and nothing else and i, I think that's exactly why this project is so unique you know i know that the main criticism uh that can come with this project uh is that it's exactly that. It's just experimenting with different sounds and there's not really much of a concept. Uh, when in the past we've been able to kind of see Rocky create one whole body of work, but I feel like that's exactly what the project is supposed to be. That's the concept of the project. That's the premise of the project. It's testing. It's, I mean, you saw how many times this man, uh, you know, had, uh, you know, the testing logo, the testing signs everywhere during this time when he released it. Um, I got to see the concert live and it was like a testing experience. You, um, I mean, there's like this, there was like this automated female voice kind of telling him what to do throughout the concert. So for him to kind of create this persona of 
he's he's a test symbol he's a test project and uh this is also further di uh dove into um in the various music videos that were released um for this album it's it kind of starts with the asap forever um projects i'm not project the asap forever song and at the end of the uh at the end of the song when uh lana del uh lana del rey i think it, that's her yeah i'm pretty sure that's her voice at the end of asap forever is singing and then we see this uh asap rocky um testing figure kind of floating through the air and then boom it's like a crash dummy that crashes and um you know then we get into um we get into kids turned out fine and um that's you know at the end of this video this is when rocky if you listen to it very closely this is where rocky really describes what he was trying to do on this project and and he explains that we're all human test subjects we're all um you know innovators and creators in our own capacity and because of that we're constantly pushing the barriers of whatever the fuck we want to do and that is you know testing what you know whatever the you know whatever the area that you're in that's testing that area so the next person that comes up sees exactly what you did and then boom they're also a test subject what more can you do now because you know you know asap rocky was able to do this you know in this field and then the next person it's like what are you now gonna do um you know because we already we already tested this man we already saw what he was able to do and what he was capable of doing but what are you gonna do now we're all test subjects we're all you know human test subjects in in this world and i feel as if that's exactly what asap was trying to create so you know the whole debate on the concept of this album um you know it not having a concept even i feel like it's just a bunch of bogus i i really think that that concept alone is very unique very special um you know and i i don't think a lot of artists are confident in their ability to create all of these different sounds melodies put a bunch of artists on different tracks the way that rocky was um able to do so and and i think that that just shows um you know the separation from him and a lot of other artists in the game uh but asap forever uh is arguably my favorite asap rocky song i um, mean the passion the love uh that he has for his group um that he has for his city um uh, it's definitely spit throughout the entire track um you know praise the lord with skepta just it, it's it i mean this song the story of how this song was created i don't know if this is 100 percent true but they hired like a doctor or a psychologist to come into the studio and watch how everybody in the studio i don't know however i don't know how many people were in there um but for sure i mean asap rocky and skepta were definitely in there and i'm sure you know some of the asap crew some of skepta's crew they hired somebody like a psychologist to come in the studio, watch them trip on acid and, you know, basically analyze it and see uh, what, um, I don't know, see what was, uh, what happened because they were on drugs, because they were on psychedelics um, and, and praise the Lord was basically the final product of what happened. They all decided to get in the studio, have the psychologist with them uh basically test like you know see them use them as human test figures just as the concept of the album was 
and then boom praise the lord was created because of that studio session because of that um you know just environment so i thought that was interesting butt shots still amazing guns and butter purity i mean there's just so many different sounds on here that all work they all work on this project and it's just it's 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 extremely impressive that rocky was able to just put all of these together and form one whole piece of music you know i, I feel like this is this is literally what rocky prides himself on you know whether it be music whether it be fashion whether it be art whether it be um clothing whether it be uh all these magazine shoots that he's doing all you know like his his brand uh his brand deals that he has i know he you know he's like a calvin klein guy uh and he has other you know he has Og. uh he you know he's, he's running his own label um you know i i feel like this process of being creative and wanting to do something that he simply hasn't done yet literally drives this man insane literally pushes this man to reach the heights that we continue to see and it's just so so impressive i mean rocky is somebody that doesn't do the same thing twice um and he's always just pushing these boundaries and wanting to explore more and more what he has to offer what the world has to offer him how he can test these various things out and put his own foot on there put his own foot um imprint on there and i i think that's exactly why you can't just say he's a rapper either i mean he's constantly pushing these various industry what industries whether it be film fashion clothing he's just never satisfied and um i i feel like you know that's exactly why uh he's just somebody you gotta look up to it's it's this constant um itch that uh he has to he has to fulfill um you know with creating stuff um if he hasn't done so it's this constant urge to just oh man i need i need to go do this i need to go do this better i need to just continue with this and i i think um that's exactly why asav rocky is where he is and that's exactly why um he's going to continue to just become bigger and better uh with time um but on top of testing this man also celebrated six years of at long last asap which was uh his second to last project um a project that you can definitely say has a little bit more of a of, of a concept feel um you know when it comes to um you know i guess a concept album um a lot of a lot of good songs on here um i mean when when asap rocky was uh you know talking about um this album and everything that uh inspired the work um you know he said my relationship status my social status my life my current situation asap as a group um and druds uh, you can definitely hear the influence of all of these various things um you know i i feel as if asap rocky was really just in a in an in a discovery phase of his life and i feel like a lot of us need to go through a discovery phase of our life um to truly be at peace with who we are um and what we've become and that's exactly what rocky was doing on this on this project and i i think that's what he means by the influence of drugs and psychedelics because um you know those things are known for you know showing you a bigger picture showing you 
you know, what uh, else the world has to offer you um, and just showing you something uh, that you simply didn't even know was there or didn't even know existed. It's, it's just elevating your brain and your mind. And I think that's why, um, you know, a lot of these, like, like I said, in te with testing, a lot of the videos with this project uh, have that drug influence, have that um, psychedelic feel. It's, I mean, LSD, if you've never watched the LSD music video, I highly suggest you do. Um, it's ASAP Rocky's concept for this video. He literally wanted to, he said that he wanted to show a visual representation of what it's like to be on LSD without, you know, somebody actually having to take the drug. And, you know, throughout the video, you see how, um, you know, he's on this chase of, of going to the next destination and then boom, he stops and he starts rapping, excuse me. And then boom, he comes back to reality. Um, so, so being able to kind of, you know, create something that explains, explains what it's like to be on, on these psychedelics as well, I thought was very unique and very interesting. You could, you could definitely see how much, um, that influenced him. I know a lot of people may think that's weird, but, um, you know, sometimes that's, that's, uh, what your favorite artists do, um, you know, to, cre to create and to feel something new and different. And, you know, I, I really, I really praise and applaud Rocky for being so open about that and being, uh, just so, you know, this is what I'm doing. And I, I, I'm going to stick to it. And I mean, you can just, you can hear, uh, you know, the differences between this project and testing. You can hear how Rocky was just in a different mind state uh, when it came to creating both of these projects. I mean, with testing, like I've said numerous times already, it's about testing these various sounds. It's about trying to find what, what works um, for whatever reason it may work. Um, but then when you have this project, I feel like it's more of creativity and wanting uh, to to find out not only what else he can add to these traps, but also what else he can add to his life and what else he can uh, accomplish. And like I said, discovering who he really is and, um, you know, to discover who you really are, you have to analyze yourself from the beginning to end. And, um, you know, a lot of traps on on here. Uh, you have Rocky opening up in ways that he doesn't really open up a lot and he's really just spitting his shit. And, you know, I, I, I really think that um, he wouldn't have been able to make a testing without this type of project to begin with. Um, and, and I really think that, uh, you know, when it's all said and done, that's why this project will stand out the most, um, you know, because just because of that, because of the way he was able to show everybody just how creative this he can be uh, when he when he truly wants to be and that just seems like it's always because this man is just continuously going so many unique songs so many um you know great visual representations that go along with it in the music videos um you know he's just he's just somebody that we all know uh, we can rely on when we're just wanting some music that we know that person put it there everything into. Um, you know, Rocky's always been influential to me. Always, uh, 
has been able to have an ability to literally do anything he wants, you know, not only because of the name he's created for himself and, you know, having that celebrity status of, you know, being able to do whatever you want because you are a celebrity and kind of getting into whatever field you want to, um, but simply because he's pushing himself because he has that itch to do it, that niche to do it. You know, it's, 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 uh, hard work always beats talent in my book. Um, but when you have somebody like Rocky that literally works harder than everybody else and has literally all the talent in the world, um, you see exactly why he is where he is today. Um, so yeah, what, what great albums, uh, Happy anniversary to both of those. Um, since we're already on the topic of ASAP Rocky, I was very, very happy to hear um, in his latest interview with GQ that his new album, All Smiles, is 90% finished. Um, when uh, going through this, uh, this interview, it said that uh, ASAP Rocky hints that the very fact of his being in a relationship has defined the vibe of the new material. He calls All Smiles a ghetto love tale and says that it's way more mature compared uh, with his previous work. When Rocky decides to drop the album, which he estimates is about 90% complete when we speak, when we spoke, it could usher in a radical new phase in his life. Rocky the Romantic. So it looks like... Um, Yet again, Rocky, like I just said, is deciding to go in a different path and a different, um, you know, way of uh, his musical career, which should be interesting. I don't know if the way that that kind of sounded, it sounded like um, his um, single, what was his single sundress um, that came out a while ago, honestly, um, might fit in that. I, I don't really know how Babo like Babushka Boy, I know he dropped, um, was another single that he had. But if, it, you know, Rocky the Romantic, Rocky, uh, this this ghetto love tale that he's trying to uh, portray, uh, supposedly, in his new album, All Smiles. You know, Sundress, if you've never listened to that song, um, I feel like that definitely fits the vibe of what they're trying to describe. Um, but I guess we'll see. And I'm really excited. I know Rocky will never disappoint. And I'm, I'm just excited to, um, to see what he has, uh, left in the tank. I know he, he definitely, you know, over, uh, it sends himself into a lot of various, you know, industries, categories, like I've already said. Um, but when he decides to come back to music, it's always something new. It's always something fresh. And, um, I know that it's not just some man, I, I need to put out an album because I need to make money. It's always like, it's, it's always on his terms. It's always on, um, you know, when he knows he's ready, when he knows that it's time, that's when he's going to release music. And that's why it never disappoints. So very excited for all smiles. Very happy to hear that it is 90% done. Um, but some, some, some other, um, you know, big name artist, uh, you know, you might have might have heard about him uh, when he was um, when he he accepted the award for, you know, artist of the decade from the billboard. Um, but uh, Drake um, celebrated two album anniversaries as well as five years ago. Views was released. I mean, what a landmark this was, uh, not only for the city of or the city and country of Canada, um, but just for Drake and basically solidifying, uh, you know, how, how big this man is and how, 
um this man is really just the artist of our generation um as he accepted you know a couple weeks ago uh you know keep the family close feel no ways western road flows redemption faithful control a one dance child's play too good pop style uh solo and with watch the throne fire and desire and then you know views like the last track um of course um you know it, with any drake album you're just gonna you're gonna be able to look back at this these track lists and just be in awe with how many fucking songs that he has that were really just so iconic during that time you know feel no ways might have been the biggest song drake has ever released yet you know what i mean still to this day people will look back on it and and just smile and and completely forget that that was that that was just you know the biggest song at this at the time and they want to act like drake you know doesn't act it's like come on come on man you know we we and then you have a lot of songs on here that maybe not weren't as big but i mean i i my person i think keep the family close might be one of drake's best intros to any projects um you know the the way that he's able to kind of put you in this mood of um i think he's really like he like he said before he really tried to capture the city of of canada and create an anthem for for um all of the people that you know he's representing when he really does put canada on his back and um i think throughout you're really able to hear this influence um of you know the person um and the people that have inspired him to be the person he is so um you know the fact that views is it's been five years since since views as well just another another amazing project that you know will always will always have a a special place um in a lot of people my age is hard i know this is you know this is sophomore junior year um you know this is pete pete drake from high school i know drake still like is on his is pedestal i'm not even saying he's fallen off i'm just saying that like when when drake released views there there was just not like there there was not one person that that was not listening to that shit you know like as much as people want to hate on drake like every time this man drops everybody's listening and it, and it felt like views was just something more everybody knew what he was doing it was the longest uh in between um he had um, from album to album, I know he had a few songs uh, in between there, and I mean the 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 uh, what's it called the mixtape. If you're reading this, it's too late. Is is by far, in my opinion, his 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 uh, best his best like rapping album. Like when it comes to rap, Drake. If if we want to go to there, in an album as a whole, I'd say it's it's still top two. Um, you know that definitely hyped it up. Uh, the beef with Meat Mill, um, you know, Hotline Bling being literally like one of the biggest songs ever. And then boom, One Dance was also released. That's also a huge fucking song. And then to get watch and to get, to get the throne, to get Kanye and Jay-Z to both be on uh, pop style. I mean, this album was so fucking hyped up, like so hyped. And for it to just exceed expectations, Drake is just goaded. He is the goat. And anybody that can't say that they're just a hater um so yeah that's all i have to say about views 
Um, it's also the one. It was also the one year anniversary of Dark Lane demo tapes. Um, you know, this was the quarantine anthem, really. The quarantine album, Deep Pockets. Uh, not not you too with Chris Brown. Are you fucking kidding me? Tusi Slide, another just iconic song for the time. Everybody was doing this fucking dance during quarantine. Desires with Future. If you never heard that song, you need to listen to that song because you're missing out. And then Time Flies, the best track on here in my opinion. Jeez, man. The way he's able to slide on this track with no fucking... He doesn't even have to try. He really doesn't even have to try. I mean, and then land, and then the second, I feel like that first half, you know, it, it's Drake being Drake, and then that second party, he's really just pushing himself in various, in various, uh, you know, production and beats and um, melodies. I mean, you got landed, and then you go D4L with Future and Young Thug, then Pain 1993, uh, you know, Losses is, you know, the same, From Florida with Love, that's, that's some Drake, but then you got Demons and then War also, I think Drake on this project really the way rocky was doing on testing really just experimenting kind of just fucking around and for him to put out a um 14 tracks i'm pretty sure yeah 14 track mixtape um when he was kind of just experimenting and fucking around with sounds but at the same time um you know really i mean he was just being drake uh for it to be as good as it was to be the quarantine anthem that it was uh, what a great project it was. I'm so fucking excited for Certified Lover Boy. It's going to be such a good project. Um, but yeah, I mean, this this uh, Dark Lane demo tapes, of course, was a surprise. He he announced it the day of. Um, you know, it was that first his first full length since Scorpion. Um, like I said, it's a, it's a collection of a bunch of loose tracks that um, were either already released, um, you know, or uh teased at some point that was uh leading up uh to um you know whatever drake's nets project was um and it wasn't like a care package where a lot of these songs were either on mitz tapes or uh already released as well i i feel like these are these are um songs that a lot of people hadn't already heard and for it to be it was surprised and uh it was a surprise drop it, it was just it was perfect for a lot of people i mean going through it uh with quarantine going through it with just life in general i feel like drake just uh you know released uh released this um and it, it was it was just the perfect time for for something uh you know to happen when in, when it comes to a drake release because the the world was just a shitty fucking place at the time and i'm um very excited uh that drake will finally be dropping you know hopefully soon i know it was supposed to be january but uh this shit always just makes me happy um but let's move on to some to some music that to expect some music that we've already gotten some music that we've uh been able to hear um of course on um which which day was this i believe this was the week before cole's project dropped um we were able to hear the first uh, single uh, from Isaiah Rashad's new album, The House is Burning. Uh, we were able to hear, um, you know, a song featuring Duck Deuce, Lay With Ya. It was an all right track. I was just super excited to hear Isaiah Rashad. Super excited that he's back, that he's good, he, he's healthy. It sounds like he's, 
He's in a much better place, so that was good to hear. Um, for Trippy and Playboy Cardi to finally re release Miss the Rage, that was great. Uh, and then we finally got to hear Cole for the first time on Interlude, and it only just led up to the next Friday, um, May 14th. Uh, music drop of um, you know the off season as a whole project and then 21 savage spiral ep we had kodak black um drop we had the migos with straightening uh little uzi gunna don toliver his and hers i mean a lot of good music dropped on may 14th and um i mean did not disappoint jay cole i mean god damn man damn near 12 for 12 i, I i'd say the only song that i personally didn't like was that interlude i really felt like every other song he brought it um this wasn't th you know the the main premise of this album in my eyes in my point of view is just j cole proving yet again that he still got it it was not supposed to be this huge fucking concept album because if you ever have heard a mixtape from J. Cole from that era of rap, like, that's exactly what this fucking project sounds like. It sounds like, you know, this hype anthem, this, these, uh, these tracks that, you know, this artist, whoever's spitting on here, he's spitting so people fucking recognize it, so people know who his name is, you know, spitting like he is trying to be known, trying to be seen, trying to be found out, and, I mean, he per he he just executed it perfectly in my eyes, um, and I mean, it's not really a surprise that uh, I debuted four songs on the Hot 100 Top 10. Um, I mean, he had My Life with uh, 21 Savage and Maury going number two, or Murray, sorry, uh, going number two. That song is also gold now. And then um, Amari was number five. Pride is the Devil with Little Baby was number seven. And then 95 South was uh, number eight. So great, a great rollout from Jade Cole. Already a couple of um, songs that have, uh, I mean, not a couple of songs. Already, yeah, I mean, already a couple of songs with music videos. Uh, the merch went crazy. I um, already caught the, caught the vinyl, caught the CD. I uh, caught the interlude shirt. Even though the song was all right, it was it was just the best shirt. So I mean, I I mean, I was just so happy that Cole brought it. I was so happy that we were finally getting a Jade Cole project. Um, you know, in in 2021, it, it was it was great to hear. It was so good um, to listen to this, uh, just like the old days with my boy Eli, my girl, um, and and just uh, be able to um, you know play this album front to back right when it dropped and just put myself um you know in that in, in that mindset of of what what music is supposed to be about it's supposed to be about those um those times where you listen to it for the first time and and you you're not you don't really know what to expect and then boom little baby pops on the verse and and 21 savage pops on and boz is featured three times and it's 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 about those moments where you hear those other artists or you hear that song and you're just like, holy fucking shit. Like, this is lit. This is so good. That's what music is supposed to be about. And, and you know, I really feel like Cole executed it perfectly. The offseason, what a success this was. And I'm, I, it just made me that much more excited for the fall off. But I promise you that this album is definitely not falling off in rotation anytime soon. Um, but on some to some uh, art, 
some interesting news about uh, artists, uh, you know, music-wise that I, I found um, to be exciting. Um, Corday, of course, he dropped his uh, four-pack um, until uh, until or until net net, net until what? Which one? Sorry about. That. I think his Corday recently released a four-pack EP. Um, just until, just until, I don't know why I said until nets, that, that sounded stupid. Um, uh, he released just until it was a four, uh, track EP that will be released before his album. And he recently came out and said that his nets body of work is going to be called from a bird's eye view. Um, if you haven't been following Corday at all, his, um, his singles gifted, um, and then, uh, what was the other, oh my God, parables, uh, the parables, they both had cover arts that were from a bird's eye point of view. Um, and he also talks about this on two tracks on Justin Till, uh, on the Justin Till EP, uh, just talking about, um, you know, having that higher perspective, uh, looking at things from a different point of view and, um, analyzing it, um, you know, from something out, some, from something outside yourself and just a different source. Um, and I, I really feel like he's going to just execute this body of work perfectly. I, I thought that was a great album, uh, a great title to his album. Uh, Corday's definitely going to bring it. He's definitely going to follow up the lost boy with something crazy. I can already feel it. Um, and then in kid Cuddy news, I know he, uh, Obviously, he's going to be headlining Rolling Loud LA, which is super lit. I got my tickets yesterday. So freaking excited to see the Moon Man. And J. Cole is also headlining uh, day two. So that's going to be back-to-back. I'm also going to be able to see Amine, who I've never saw before. So a lot of a lot of good artists that um, I've seen or I haven't seen that will be at Rolling Loud LA. And I'll be there. I'm super excited for that. But Kid Cudi actually came out and said that he's no longer doing the Deluxe for Man on the Moon 3. But he's decided to uh, start work. He's he's and he decided this because he's now working on new material, um, and it just it's it's gonna be a lot for him, um, you know. Instead of focusing on the new material and trying to, you know, work on the deluxe, he'd rather just work on this new material. Um, he's been releasing a lot of snippets here and there, and he also announced that the Intergalactic album and TV show that I've talked about, how it's supposed to enter inner um you know collide with each other is now going to be dropping 2022 end of the summer uh he said that he recorded the first season and couldn't be more hyped uh you're gonna be blown away next level shit as always so i'm very excited to see how the album and the show like i've mentioned before uh kind of combine with each other and play off of each other i think it's it's a concept that um you know somebody like kid cuddy uh can execute somebody to that caliber um can execute and i i just cannot wait to hear what this man has in store um and then you know for this friday i am extremely hyped for the voice of the heroes little jerk little baby collab album 18 traps travis scott meek mill young thud uh rod wave all on here as well extremely excited for this one i think that we are in store for one of the best summers for music and just second half uh like the second half of 2021 music wise is going to be amazing i mean the game uh the rapper the game came out and said we should be expecting some kendrick you know lamar news soon we already have isaiah rashad dropping in june we have corday 
definitely coming out. Cole just dropped. Drake is going to be dropping Certified Lover Boy. I mean, the list is going to keep going on and on uh, when it comes to good artists that are releasing their next project. And I'm, I'm just super excited for it. Um, I, I really think a lot of people... Um, you know, should be excited as well. We're we're really in, we're really uh, getting ready for one of the best um, summers for music music wise that we've had in a while, and I I, I just can't explain how excited I am. Uh, but that's all I got for today. I hope you all enjoyed this episode of the Gino Spirito podcast. As always, it's been real, it's been fun, and I hope you all have a great rest of your Wednesday. And I will see you all very soon. Thank you very much for listening.